What is up still? Studying. Happy Friday, August 27, 2021. The day of the Steelers' final preseason game against the Carolina Panthers. And life is beautiful in the black and gold. I'm your host, Jeremy Ritz, here on the study session from the Steel Study. And we're kicking off episode number 86 here on this Friday, this weekend kickoff. And I hope you had an amazing week. Want to take a moment to say much gratitude to you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast. It means the world to me. Thank you for sharing with your family and friends spreading the message of the study. I appreciate it. Please connect with me via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Would love to get one of your questions here on the show. And with that said, let's let's do a little bit of a preview for tonight's contest against the Panthers and what we need to be paying attention to, what we need to be looking forward to. And I want to kick off this episode highlighting an article that I wrote on Thursday. Had a great response from the readership, so thank you for that. And the article was titled, The Door Has Closed on Dwayne Haskins as QB Number 2, right? And really, the whole premise of the article is that And in my perspective, I feel like the door has closed for Haskins that the opportunity to be the backup quarterback to Ben Roethlisberger has passed and that it is Mason Rudolph's job for this year. It's not not even his job to lose. And the reason why I believe that is I feel that third preseason contest where Rudolph came in after Ben ran with the ones really that was the dress rehearsal for the Steelers I felt that was indicative of the hierarchy of the Steelers quarterbacks from the organization and I felt that if Haskins was truly being given an opportunity he would have been the QB to come in following Ben and that didn't happen Haskins got to play a bit following Rudolph his game was nondescript and like I said I felt that the deal was done especially in consideration of the one year contract extension that Rudolph had signed and in terms of steadiness even though it wasn't stellar play that Rudolph was that safe option at QB2 Interestingly enough, on Wednesday, our friend Jim Wexel posted on his Twitter that with a good game, Haskins could sneak into that QB2 spot and that the Steelers are not convinced that Rudolph is the number two based on the fact that he did not lead the team to touchdown in his three preseason showings. And so my whole purpose of the the article was 
to just really try and confirm or firm up that in fact Rudolph is the number two, right? Like there's no outside possibility or chance that Haskins can sneak into that spot, is there? And so I started thinking about it and why I still do believe that Rudolph is going to be the number two, the question is out there. Let's say that Haskins steps onto the field Friday. He is starting the game. He's going to go against the number one defense there, or excuse me, the first string defense in Washington. What if he plays out of his mind? What if he throw, throws for 300 plus yards and multiple touchdowns? What if he shows the ability to lead the team? What if he makes consistent plays? What if he shows eludability, escapability from the defenders? What if he shows the ability to run? What if he just shows a comprehensive argument that, yes, I am the number two? Then in that case, does Haskins take that backup job from Rudolph and begin the year as Big Ben's number two. Again, while I think this is solidified, there's always the chance and stranger things have happened. A few years ago, Josh Dobbs played out of his mind in that final preseason game and earned himself a spot on the roster when we thought things were decided. So you just never know. There is an opportunity. There is a chance, albeit very slim. But I'm saying there's a chance. So excited. I'm probably more excited after reading that Wexel tweet and writing the article to see what Haskins does on Friday and I am very intrigued that should he play lights out what that would mean in terms of the depth chart and if in fact a change in the order is made and let's say that Haskins does become the number two does that make Rudolph expendable at that point do they trade him do they try to get some value for him on one of these QB needy teams so a lot at play here. I don't want to say there's a lot at stake here for Haskins, but it's definitely something worth monitoring and seeing how it unfolds. Some of the other things I'm going to be looking forward to this evening, excited about, I want to see Matthew Sexton. He is one more big punt return away from being very, very difficult to keep off of this roster. If he can show the ability to produce another sensational punt return, I think he finds his way onto the squad, so I'm going to be watching him. I also want to see if he's going to get some opportunities in the passing game. That could help his case. And in that event, does he become the number five or do the Steelers choose to keep six? Interested to see 
Benny Snell, he's going to get some carries in the game. Don't know if that's being done because he's going to be a viable part of the Steelers' offense or if they're just going to showcase his talents and abilities because they want to try and move him via trade. Not sure what the intention is there, but curious to see how he looks in his return from injury. Want to see Thunderleg booming some punts again, locking up that punting role. Man, he's been a guy I've been rooting for ever since he was drafted. I would be highly disappointed if he is not the guy and if Jordan Berry beats him out. So rooting for Thunderleg, want to see him tonight. Want to see Trey Norwood playing at that slot corner position. He's going to get repetitions there. That was shared. Want to see how he functions in that role, if it could be effective in that position. Being that naturally he's a safety, but he does have position versatility. So that will be interesting. And then finally, watching Zach Gentry, what his final output is, and the final output of Kevin Rader. And if one of them can show out and put up a big game, does that have an impact on who is kept on the 53? So good stuff. Exciting things ahead tonight against the Panthers. Life is good. Steelers football. I can't believe it's the fourth preseason game. And now we are only 17 days away from the game against the Buffalo Bills. Regular season kicking off. Incredible. And studyings. 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 You just filled in the blanks, didn't you? Beautiful. I hope you have an amazing weekend. And I hope that you remember that not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you most certainly are. Have an amazing weekend. Rest up. Relax. We're coming back next week. Final 53-man roster. Tuesday, August 31st, getting things set. And then two weeks after, the Steelers will be taking on the Buffalo Bills in the first regular season game. We're kicking the things off. We're ramping it up. Still Study Podcast coming to you on Saturday. Next week, Alex Kazora will be joining us. Tons of good stuff coming. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. Peace.